Rated M for Mecca. Welcome to a special live edition of Buildcasters. I am one half of the Melanated Mecha Bros, Ash Beard Guy, and today I'm joined by... What's up everybody, Sentai5 here. Thanks for joining us live. Today we are here to speak about SSSS Dyna Xenon. The 2021 Gridman Universe anime. The finale aired today, and I have questions. Many, many questions. So do I. I got a question <laughs> for you. All oh, right, boy. Vaughn. It's Dinah Zenvon. What's going on, man? Yeah. Question. Y'all going to do some spoilers? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course we're going to okay, spoil it. What do you mean? <laughs> Wait, you haven't seen it yet? I'm at work. Get my medication. Sorry, I wasn't supposed to. You can watch it at work. No, I can't. No, you can't. I know you. So you told you said the directors are on your asses today. Yeah, that's wild, <laughs> man. Hey, don't talk too much about work because I'm releasing this unedited, isn't it? So just be careful. Well, I am about to leave. So adios. Thanks for joining us, Vaughn. Adios, mi amigo. No problem. Send more I people in here. I love you more, bro. I know you're here, and I know you're hearing this. Goodbye, bro. Okay, cool. Everything's. Everything's all good. Everything good? Okay, yeah, cool. so Sentai 5, would you like to provide some context for Dinazen Von? <laughs> Dinazenon? Like, well, it's, what is it about? It's a, a second entry into the uh, the Gridman universe anime, obviously based off of uh, Denko Chojin Gridman, which aired in 1993 in Japan, which was brought over as obviously superhero and samurai, Cyber Squad 94. And so Dina Zenon, where do we, how do we even start this off? Basically, it starts off pretty, um, pretty funny. Um, first of all, it takes place like, I get, I'm assuming, uh, a few years after SSS Gridman because of, um, obviously when we get to discussing more about, um, two of the characters appearing from the previous show. So one day, <clears throat> A um, high school, I think he was a high school freshman, uh, Yomogi, he meets this random man on the street who's just laying on the ground named Gaoma, who's who looks like he's about to die. Uh, he's just starving. And then so Yomogi gives him food. And then throughout that first episode, Gaoma is just chasing Yomogi, trying to repay him for his good deed. And then, which ensues with a giant kaiju appearing in the middle of the city and then one one event leads to another and then the entire um uh dinazenon team is formed <laughs> yeah that was episode long one. story short <laughs> long story short <laughs> episode one was something um 
let's put it that way. Oh, are we going to talk about how that chick kind of like finesses my guy, Yomogi? Oh, yeah, yeah. She purposely matches with people just to <laughs> stand them up. I do not oh know why. I honestly don't know why. <laughs> how Yomogi how getting finessed, man? Like, he's the MC, bro. How you going to get finessed, bro? It was even he was like, damn, what the hell's wrong with me? It's like, what's wrong with me, man? Like, I'm handsome, I've got blue hair, I wear hair clips in my hair, but I can't get bishies. What's wrong with me, Holmes? <laughs> I was thinking, um, instead of going through every single episode, why don't we um I guess talk about what we liked about a lot and then any questions that we had that we felt was unresolved. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I guess right? um, we can talk about uh, like general themes um, that run mm-hmm. throughout the show and what we liked in general um, instead of doing an episode play by play because that's kind of played out, homie. Um, I so agree. Go- I agree. <laughs> so you can go first because, like, we just we just come off the finale. So yeah, what are your um, what are your thoughts on the show as a as a whole? Is it awesome. is it a cohesive whole? Do you like the narrative? What do you like? What don't um, you like? Yeah. So. This was this show. I wasn't. I didn't even know what to expect from this. I was just glad we had, we had a sequel to you know SSSS Gridman. You know, it's been. I think it's been almost like two years now since that show came out, and they said something was coming. They said that another show was coming, and then this show basically blew me by surprise. I think they showed I was blew pretty, you by surprise. Pause. Yeah. Pause. Sorry, I, I had that one coming. Pause. Um. Yeah, it really. First of all, I love the design of Dinazenon off the bat. I think it's an it's a ten out of ten mecha design. It, it's it's beautiful. The components and everything. It's just it's it's like everything I could ever hope for. And it turns into a giant dragon as well. So come on now. Um, but yeah, I I th- I think it was a little bit more. Um, in a way, it was a little bit more fulfilling for me. Then Gridman, even though I really did enjoy Gridman, I enjoyed it a lot. But I felt here it was a little bit more like it was a, it was its own story while still continuing to be a continuation of a certain aspect of SSS as Gridman, which obviously we saw the return of Anti and Second, which uh, he changed his name to uh, he changed his name to Knight. He goes he goes by Knight now. So I was just happy that he got a lot of love and care and respect in this show. He got his time to shine. I was really, I was really happy about that while not really overshadowing the other characters as well. And obviously the, the music to the show, the, the soundtrack. Oh my God. Incredible. It's, I was, I was blasting the uh, Dinah Zen on choir when, when the soundtrack dropped. So yeah. And the story it's, it still remains some mist. Not everything was really answered, I guess, in a way, but I think it was just as cohesive, if not a little bit, maybe slightly better, but just might be by bias for my love for Dinazenon that I, I was more invested in this story and the relationships between the characters as well. So, yeah. Oh yeah, I just realized my mic's been on the entire time. Um, so my <laughs> my general thoughts on Diana Zenon. 
Uh, so I wasn't too hot on it, like the first few episodes. And then basically, oh, was it episode four or five? I think it might have been episode five. Like everything just ramped up. Like it felt like it was like a real slow burner in terms of the pace of the narrative and how they were developing characters for the first few episodes. And then I think it was episode five, just ramped shit up. And I was like, yes, this is the giant shooty robot show I have been waiting for. Turns out it wasn't, but it was still very, 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 very good. Um, where I am with Dino Xenon, I think it's a slight improvement over um, the previous entry into the Gridman universe franchise, SS, SS Gridman. But I still feel like uh, Keiichi Hasegawa, the, um, the lead writer, the individual um, who is responsible for penning the scripts, penning the narrative, crafting the narrative and characters, has still left us with some unresolved questions. I feel like that's a hallmark of his work. He did it in Ultraman Nexus, which is still a masterpiece. Um, he did it in SSSS Gridman. That SSSS Gridman ending, I'm still annoyed by it. Um, and he's done it again. In, <laughs> he's done it again in Dinosaur. Um, there's unresolved. Okay. There's unresolved questions about who even gave Galmar Dinosaur in the first place. Um, there's unresolved questions about how the Kaiju Genesists and Kaiju users even came into being uh, 5,000 years ago, um, 50 centuries ago. Um, there are unresolved questions about who revived them in the first place. Um, so, yeah, that stuff are like, those are huge details that have just been glossed over. Um, I enjoyed the ending somewhat although that that skip forward to three months later after they had dispatched um the Suzumu kaiju um also annoyed me as well because what became of galma i mean personally if you saw yeah. the ending i assume that he's like his body may have decayed but maybe his soul or spirit has merged with dino xenon because i'm sure as you that's know I, that's exactly well, you see it recovered. You see, you see the Dynarex at the end just like turn to the camera and be like, <laughs> I'm still alive again. But yeah, anyway, I'll, I'm going to censor that in the edit. But yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah. Oh, man. Wait, Fuji's gone. Oh, well. But yeah. Um, so yeah, those are my general thoughts on Dinosaur. I know it's not a lot of detail and I'm not like heavy on the detail, but those are just, those are raw um, coming off watching the finale. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that there's a lot of unsolved questions. And hopefully with, for those of you who already saw the finale or have seen the news, the tweets go around, um, that we're getting a third installment in the Gridman universe called Gridman Cross uh, Dinozenon. So hopefully, I'm, I'm assuming we're going to get answers to those questions, at least some of them, or who knows. But hopefully that we we get more um answers we get more answers and more questions again because I would hate to have more questions on top on top of unresolved questions and uh, I agree with you about that three month skip because I was like wait why are they skipping three months and not show it are we is Gamma even dead or not dead they're acting like he's dead but then when night 
and when Knight leaves with Diner Rex, he uh, obviously Diner Rex awakens up. So we don't know. We don't know exactly what happened right there. If physically he's alive or just spiritually, but obviously we're gonna find out. I mean, yeah, that goes without saying. Um, I actually didn't know that we were getting a third installment in the SS. Uh, sorry, in the Gridman Universe franchise. Um, when was this announced? Um, yeah, it was trending. It was in the hashtag in the SSSS Dinazen on hashtag. Um, it was announced, so we're supposed to get something. Either I don't know if exactly it's a series. I think people are just assuming it's a series, or it's just. Um, they might do something. They might do like a special or something like that. But yeah, hopefully we get a lot of those answers. First of all, I was I was hoping we were going to see Utah um, appear in the finale, but I guess it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, um, I thought so as well, but um, <laughs> that obviously didn't happen, unfortunately. But you know, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah. do you want to go through the characters? And um, what uh, we think uh, yeah, of them? Sure. Yeah, um, we have the, we have the uh, the protag. Not well. I would be to me. Sorry, I just screwed up big time. We have Galma, who is a man from five thousand years ago who revived in present day. Who <laughs> he used to be? He used to be a kaiju eugenicist, and then uh, he basically left them, betrayed them, and so he. He somehow um, revives, which, um, what was I going to say? He basically became like human, I guess, because he lost the he lost his connection to the kaiju, and so the kaiju genesis all have um can are can are like connected to a kaiju, which helps them transcend beyond time, space, and all that, as it was described in the show. And so he loses that connection, obviously. And he got Dinah Zenon. Dinah Zenon was mysteriously entrusted with entrusted with him. And so he he just he just he doesn't meet Yomogi. Yomogi meets him. So basically, it just like started off a chain of events. And he's very he gets very loud. He's very um, I guess you could say sometimes he's stubborn, but he really cares for his teammates a lot. And you can tell he's very, um, very humble because he was literally chasing Yomugi across town like the entire first episode just to <laughs> say thanks and let him do something nice in return. And he's, he's very, um, uh, I guess, loyal as well. But yeah, it was, he's very, uh, What's the word? I can't even think of it. There's a better word to describe him. I have to... I, you know what? If you want a word to describe him, watch the Funimation interview with his voice actor. He did, he did, a, he did a very quick 30-second uh, interview. You can watch that as well. But That's Gamma in a nutshell. He's very... Uh, he, he comes off as kind of comedic as well when he doesn't really try to. It's just, it's just his personality and how he acts uh, towards everybody else. And then obviously we have the protagonist, Yomugi, who is a, a very, he's a teenager. He's awkward. Um, obviously, he likes, uh, 
he likes this girl, Yume uh, Minami, who is also <laughs> very awkward around him. But she's also got a lot of things going on with her. Oh, yeah. Don't we oh, just know? Yeah. It? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I have this rule in my personal life of, like, trying not to date someone that has unresolved trauma. And yet here's Yomo, right. like, chasing yep. after a chick who is the very definition of unresolved trauma. I mean, and he gets yeah. the cakes in the end as well. For some reason or another, but you know, like it's just like, bro, what are you yeah, doing? He, and like, you're a teenager, bro. Like, why are you gonna ruin yeah, your life she, like that, bro? She had a lot of, she kept a lot of stuff in, and we found more and more about her throughout the show. And I'm just like, damn, why the hell? What the hell? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. It's obviously very sad, the stuff that went on with her because of her deceased sister. But you know, it's just like, wow, it's. These kids, these people are like 13, 14 years old in an anime. So, yeah. And then <clears throat> we have, uh, what the hell was his name? His name was um, Koyomi. And his, uh, was it his cousin, right? Chise? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Koyomi and yeah, Chise. And Koyomi is yeah. a hikikomori. Um, he's a recluse. Uh, a neat, yeah. not in education, employment, or training. And Chise refers to him as senpai and kind of mm-hmm. stands him a little bit. Kind of. Tiny bit, tiny yeah, bit. Yeah, she, she really uh, looks up to him a lot. Uh, I think they live together or she just stays there a lot, whatever. They hang out a lot, obviously. Um, yeah, he's he, he kind of looks like um, he kind of looks like Chad from Bleach a little bit. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if that was intentional or not, but he it's just his little hairstyle. But obviously he cleans up in the finale and gets a job so but yeah he he is the i forgot to go over everybody who who pilots what also um what was i gonna say he pilots uh was it dyna dyna racer one one second like okay i've just seen something on the tl um i think it's prawn horn heroes Prawnhorn Heroes, yeah. like Mr. Cooper, like Bond's gonna appear on there. And the picture they used was the was the oh, photo yeah, of Bond yeah, just looking unnecessarily like wham, like big for no reason. You know the one <laughs> Gokaija one, isn't it? <laughs> Captain, uh, uh, Captain okay. Bonulus, that one. <laughs> Von, I wish you were here to see this. <laughs> just muscular for no reason, like <laughs> just no reason whatsoever. Just like he even like, <laughs> like even when he was eating that. <laughs> Even when he was eating that BK chicken sandwich, his muscles were flexing just for no reason. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. (laughs) But yeah, sorry. Continue. Uh, It's all right. Um, Dino Striker was it was called. It's it's like it's the racer. I don't know why I just said Dino Racer, but it's it's the car component of Dino Zenon, which forms the arms. Um, He pilots that. Gamma pilots Dino Diver. for some reason, that just makes me laugh. I don't, I don't know why, but for someone as uh, stern and someone as stern as Galma, I don't know why he pilots that. I thought, but whatever, it's fine. I thought he piloted Dino Wing or Dino Striker originally, and uh, um, Yomogi pilots Dino Soldier, which is you know the main core component to actually form Dino Zenon, which. I think that's my favorite part. I think that's my favorite component out of all of them. And uh, Minami, she pilots uh, Dino Wing as well. 
And the coolest and the cool part with um, all the different components is that you could form different formations with Dino Soldier before you even do the whole uh, Dino Xenon combination, which is nice. Sorry to get off track, but yeah. And uh, Chise, she <laughs> she uh, become she her I don't I wouldn't even say vehicle, but her component ends up being part of uh, Kaiser Grid Knight. Spoiler alert, even though it's not really a spoiler. Um, her kaiju is Goldburn, which is very nice as well. Um, she, it was born from her emotions, which is pretty cool. And yeah, and then we get to the returning characters of <coughs> of Auntie. What, even what though I'm not gonna lie to you, like, Gold Goldburn sounds like a dope strain of like California weed or something. Oh boy. <laughs> like maybe I don't know, man. Maybe more like maybe more like indica yeah. dominant or something. Like I just natural. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, it sounds like a dope. Sounds like a bomb strain of weed, bro. <laughs> Massively. <laughs> yeah. So and then our returning characters from SSSS Gridman um, are Anti, who goes by the name of Knight now. He's obviously Grid Knight, and Anna. How do I say her name? Anna Anna Silas? Anasilis the second. Anasilis the second. The second? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, which just goes by the second. Um, they create. They are the Grid Knight Alliance, where they go to different worlds and stuff and help people out. And the way, <laughs> the way Grid Knight came in in episode, I think, what was it? He came in episode six or seven. I forget. It was episode seven. His entrance it was, episode was so sick, man. Oh Dude. my days it was at the, the end of the episode as well it was at the yep. end of the, it was right at the end and then the it last just, like two seconds yeah and then it just shut and then the episode just ended because asagawa likes cliffhangers and unresolved listen that was a perfect cliffhanger i loved it out of nowhere i was like oh my god they're really gonna they're really having anti come back this is crazy and then obviously they've aged um some number of years i don't know how i don't did they ever say how many years apart these shows are? No, they I didn't. Think, it's, I don't never, think, it's never, I don't think it's never explicitly right? stated um, how long it takes yeah. place after um, SSS. Yeah, because like, like their chronological relate. Yeah, no, no, I was just gonna say like how they're chronologically related was never stated. Right. Yeah, because I, I would say at least five years because they look like they could be at least like 18, 19 years old. You know, anime is making people look older than they really are. Because um, when we saw them in Gridman, they looked like kids, and so that's yeah. They they return for the for the remainder of the series basically to help them out, and I really got a hand it to the crew for giving um, Grid Knight the love and respect he deserves. Basically, like he 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 owns the scenes that he's in, but he doesn't steal he does not steal the entirety of the show like that. From everybody else because there's a lot there's still a lot going on because the conflict between gamma and the kaiju eugenicist as well you know they got he's they all got beef with each other and it's just all these all these innocent kids who are helping gamma fight are just caught in the middle so yeah do you know another thing i don't like about um hasagawa yeah. like like no i so i do like it but it's also very annoying cool 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 um, perfect. So, um, another thing is he will often like tacitly tease romances that ultimately never have 
any kind of resolution. Um, so, for uh, example, yeah, so for example, yep. he did that in. I felt like he did that in original Gridman with uh, what's the protagonist in Gridman called again? My memory's a little bit fuzzy because I haven't watched Gridman since it actually aired. Utah, yeah, yeah, Utah, Hibiki, and who is the um the main antagonist? Not Alexis Carib. Jeez, oh, what's her name? Oh, Akane Shinjo. Akane Shinjo, yeah. So there's kind of some romantic um like tension between those two, but obviously, ultimate, ultimately, mainly because she's the villain. Um, that's never resolved, and he does it again here with uh, Koyomi and more of the female kaiju eugenicist. I'm not sure of her I name. I forgot her name. Um, I will search it. <sighs> I will. I will Google this. Did somebody else just come in here. Is it M- Mujina or something? Like yeah, that? Mujina or something. Yes, yes, yes. It is Mujina. So there is yeah. there is some she interaction. Kinda, she kind of looks like Akane too. Yeah, she looks mad like Akane Shinjo. Like there is a great resemblance um, between them. I think that's intentional. To be perfectly honest, I think that's clearly intentional. Maybe. Yeah. You know what else is intentional? What else is intentional? <laughs> them giving her uh, a big wreck. No, <laughs> I wasn't going. I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> um, Juga looking like uh, Masayoshi Oishi, who is the. Uh, you know, who's the singer of um, the theme song? <sighs> yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, Looked yes. Exactly yes. like, I'm like, damn, that's a spitting image. That also reminds me this entire show is tacit, very, 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 very tacit food Joshi bait. Because um, I don't know if you noticed in the, in the finale, but there was a line spoken by the glasses wearing Kaiju Eugenicist. That hinted at an ancient love between him and Galma. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I caught, I caught that. I caught. Yeah, he's like, you were, you were part of us. I, I looked up to you. I love. I think he said, I loved you too. I think something like that. But yeah, and then so, you left us and you betrayed us. And then he said it really fast. It was, it was so a yeah, lot of sub. Dan- yeah, while he was dying. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so Dinazenon is also Fujobe. I mean, obviously, <laughs> shout outs to well. LGBT listeners as well, LGBTQ plus listeners, because it's Pride Month at this moment in time. Um, and y'all are dope, especially the melanated ones, because that's who we really make this podcast for, melanated people. Um, I mean, Alabaster folks can listen, but we make it for people that look like us. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Shout out to you, you folks. Um, so, you, yeah. Like, I, I heard a lot of them were talking about that kind of, like, un- those underlying queer themes in um Dino Zenon and that is something yeah, that is I very 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 present and it's good yeah. that they actually made a mention of it in the finale I mean it was while he was being annihilated but still yeah unfortunately you know I thought I really thought some of them would be redeemed it, it kind of seemed that way but then uh they all merged with um what the hell is his name she's season a Suzumu. wait Suzumu's a, a girl Suzumu's a girl I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, because I'm, I'm almost really, positive. I'm almost really positive. Stated. I'm almost positive that that individual was, was male. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I like just just a Bishonen, just a Bishonen with a long yeah. golden ponytail and stuff. Listen, he came out of nowhere and ruined <laughs> and tried to ruin uh, <laughs> Yomogi and um, and Yume. Just oh my it. god, it's hating man. Yeah, he was hating outside the club. He was one of the. He was one of like the, the player haters, isn't it? He was at the player haters ball. Like, <laughs> have you ever seen Chappelle? Bro, they all end, they all yeah they all ended peacefully, and all of a sudden he just pops out and said, "Psych, I want to I want to work with Kaiju." And Surprise, was, Charlie Murphy. Yep, I'm Rick James. <laughs> Shit, cocaine's a hell of a drug. Uh, surprise, <laughs> surprise. Fuck off for them. Sorry, uh, I'm ap- apologies that this isn't like some sort of deep academic analysis of SSSS Dinosaur and its themes and tropes, but we're just going off feeling here. If you want deep academic analysis of anime, go listen to our dude Jamal um, on the Get Get in the Mecca podcast. Absolutely, he is the smartest guy in anime podcasting. I'm not meaning to plug him, but you know, this is this is just a live episode no, of the Dome Minute. Like we're just freestyling. So if you want that stuff and like endless um, analysis on Sakuga and animation and a look at a more forensic look at the directors and stuff, please go listen to the Get in the Mecca po- podcast. That's at Get in the Mecca. Um, yeah, that dude, he, he's dope. Like he's really, really dope. Um, I'm also convinced, as I said, on my appearance on Black Anime, uh, where I spoke about like how to get started in Gundam. Um, I'm also convinced that the Gundam Sakuga account is his burner at this point where he posts all his mecha content because um, he doesn't post mecha content on his main. <laughs> <laughs> so he must be posting it somewhere. <laughs> and he's a f***ing <laughs> nerd. So <laughs> he lives for that stuff. So yeah. But um, please do continue. I've just got to take a momentary um, exit. Just literally two minutes. I'll be back in a second. But yeah, please do continue. Oh, okay. Um... I don't know what else to talk about. No, I could I could wait. Uh, I wish there was a comment section here to do a live chat so I could see what I mean. What the listeners like if anybody wants to ask questions or anything, um, yeah, yeah. please do like request to be a speaker. And when I get back from where from my momentary exit, I'll literally be like a minute or so. I will add you as a speaker, and you can ask your question live. That is the benefit yeah. of using Twitter Spaces. So I will be back Am in I a second. To- Am I allowed to... Um, no, only I have the power to do that because I started to space. You have the power? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'll be back so, in a second. Who is this? Uh, Mitzkebub, uh, thanks for joining us. And bro, thanks for st- sticking with us, man. God damn. We're going to be we're gonna be old men in a week. But yeah, for those... Uh, we're taking a brief intermission until Ash comes back. It'll be like a minute. Hope everybody is uh, doing well as well. Staying safe. Uh, hopefully you have very good weather. Very nice weather by you. It's nice and sunny by me. In the 70s? Yeah, in, in the 70s. So, should be about it. Um, I don't know what else to say until Ash comes back. But... Yeah, stay tuned. We're still going to be here for about like another like, I want to say like 20 minutes, half hour. And we'd love to hear some questions from people if possible. That's why I kind of wish there was a uh, a live chat section so we can just read off questions and answer them. But hopefully uh, 
Twitter will update spaces so that you can do that. Unless we actually went live live on, on Twitter or Periscope, whatever they use. But yeah. If you guys haven't watched uh, Gridman, the original Gridman, uh, it's highly recommended, as well as, obviously, their anime uh, sequels. Oh, we got a question from... Uh... <laughs> Bro, I hate you. Who got the bigger ass out of you two? Sentai 5 or Ashbeard guy? I would have... Bro, are you seeing me? What do you think? We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> uh, first of all, bro, when are you gonna when are you gonna do your live streams again, man? I miss those. Be on the TL if you'd like. I don't know, but well, question was asked: Who has the bigger what now? Who has the bigger ass out of us? Probably me, because I'm like. Six one and two. You're bigger, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, probably me. I got a cake. Pause. No, no pause necessary. Has state. <laughs> pause. Oh, dairy, dairy, dairy me. Is that <laughs> <laughs> well? Ah, uh, man, I shared the link to Grant the Thief. I don't know if he's gonna make an appearance at some point. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, do you know who should voice. also make an appearance? Would be dope mm. if they made an appearance. Lambo, let me just holler at oh, him for a, yeah. just holler at him for a whole second because I know he's been watching this. Really, Ro, you really asked that question? Oh, he he genuinely asked that question. <laughs> Ugh, dearie, dearie, dearie me. I'd like to appear on Rose podcast at some point to talk about books, that comic books. I mean, that'd be dope. Bro, I'd like to talk Power Rangers comics with you. I know you still read them. I want to like maybe do a review of the um the Marvel Ultraman comic on his oh, podcast. Oh shit! I know sick. he reads it. Yeah. He does read it. Yeah, I forgot he does. Is that Jaybrex wild? Because honestly, it's Ash. Well, obviously, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, I'm like, I'm I'm black. I'm Jamaican. I'm six, one and a half, and I'm two ninety. Like I got a dunk, man. Like it is what it is, bro. <laughs> naturally, <laughs> like naturally, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Oh dear, pause. Big, like the so pausiest okay. pause of all pauses. I just realized why Fuji left because there's spoilers in this episode. Anyway, that's uh, enough about my dunk. Back on to Dinazenon. Okay, so we've talked about the characters. I mean, I like Yomagi as a character. I think he's a compelling protagonist. Yeah, he's less. He's a lot less cookie cutter than Yuta as well. Like far, far I, less I cookie cutter that. than Yuta. Um, yeah. I do think does he count as a Bishan? Kind of. Oh, I don't know. Kind of. No idea. Uh, I don't know. But um, he's definitely is he Fujobe? Nah, he's not Fujo Bait either. Galmer is definitely Fujo Bait. Galmer's um, definitely Fujo Bait, like Fujoshi Bait, like 110%. And so is the dude. Man, with, I love Galmer. So is the eugenicist with the, with the glossy. <laughs> Galmer's wavy. <laughs> Galmer's wavy. Galmer's so sick. Galmer's so sick. I want to be sick. just like him. 
he's my favorite character in the show. He's just I, I just love everything about him. Yeah, he's mine too. His demeanor. <laughs> hey, he's he's mine. He's he's mine. He's mine. He's mine. He's mine as Great. well. He's dope. He's dope. He's dope. He's dope. He's dope. I am yeah. trying to find out the name of these kaiju genesists. Sorry, we haven't researched more. This is a live episode. We're doing it off right. the dome. Freestyling, style freeing. <clears throat> Here we go. I have the name of the eugenicists. So the guy with the glasses. Juga. Juga. Here we go. So That's yeah. the only one I really remember. And then Onija is on, is the red-haired one. Long hair. Yeah. And then Mujina is uh, Mujina. And then Suzumu. Oh, so Suzumu is actually the leader. Funny enough. Oh, really? Why they make the black dude? Why they make the black dude the main villain? <laughs> Dan is on, on low key anti black man. What the fuck? Ugh. Yeah, Sissimu is the that only is. one with brown skin. Why, why is he the villain? <sighs> I always uh, thought Juga was the, the leader. Nah, Sissimu is the leader apparently, uh, according to TV the tropes. Hell? But yeah. Ah. Um, so what I do want to, so anyway, so we are, um, first and foremost, uh, mechatainment podcast met that's a portmanteau I came up with earlier that puts together mecha and entertainment. So let's talk about the giant shooty and slicey robots in Dianazenon. What do you think of Dianazenon aesthetically? What do you think Um, of the mecha designs? I genuinely think it's a very good design. Like, I think it's something that looks like it came out in the 90s or early 2000s, but it still fits for the 2020s as well. I love how it has different components. I think the components look a lot better than uh, full-power Gridman's um, uh, vehicles. And uh, I just love the different combinations you can make, too. Like, with Dino Soldier, you could do... um, you can attach the Dyna wing to it, or you can ride Dyna the diver, or you attach. You can split um, Dyna striker into the arms, and he has he just has these like gigantic arms and just fires all the cannons and stuff. And then same with Dyna Zenon, you can you you can form the Dyna Rex formation, or if you combine it with uh, Goldburn and Grid Knight, you get uh, Kaiser Grid Knight, which is so sick. And I have the DX version of Dinozenon too. It's it's a masterpiece. So what about you, Ash? One second. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, aesthetically, I feel like I really like Dinozenon as a robot. Um, from its components, my favorite component is definitely Dino Soldier. Uh, without Hell shadow yeah. of a doubt, you you know I have a um a penchant a penchant for transforming mecha. I also like humanoid mecha a lot. Hence why I, hence why I like Muteki Shogun and O Blocker Robo so much. It's my um, favorite mecha of all time. What O Blocker I, I, I like the um, Jusho Fighters more. Wait, the Jusho Fighters are, li- are the Battle Wogs, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I like the Battle Wogs more because um, they don't like having non-combining mecha is actually sick. Is it the only Sentai yeah. that's done that? They're more agile too. 
Is it uh, the only Sentai that's given the main team non-combining mecha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. They, they need like, to, three sets of the same mecha. Well, eh, I mean, kind of. The no the, the um yeah. the the beasts are obviously the god beasts are obviously the last set um that form up yeah. the Koredai Shogun um obviously aren't exactly the same same totem animals but they're obviously animal men. You know what I mean, Ash? Yeah, I know you. I know what you mean, bro. <laughs> Um, so yeah, back onto Dinazenon. So the uh, components. Um, so Dinazet, Dina Soldier is definitely my favorite component of Dinazenon. Like that goes without a shadow of a doubt. Um, aesthetically, it's dope. It's also the most versatile. Um, from yes. what I can think, it combines with Dina Wing. It combines with mm. Dina Mac as well. Dina Maha. It also oh, Dino com- Striker. Dino Striker, that's it. And it yeah. does it combine okay, with Dino Diver? It. Does it combine with Dino Diver individually like, as well? He j- he just rides it. Oh, okay, really cool. Anything else? Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Wing Dino Soldier and Striker Dino Soldier are kind of dope. Um. It also can form a cannon. Um. And it forms <laughs> oh, the it forms the chest forms the chest of Dino Xenon. And what part of Dynarex does it form? Um, it forms the head. Okay, and it forms the head of Dynarex. So yeah, Dyna yeah. Soldier is dope. And aesthetically, like what like what is cooler than a dragon man? Like it's basically right. War Gromon, <laughs> War Greymon the Mecha, kind of <laughs> almost. So it's yeah, Dyna Soldier it's is a dope. giant dragon. A giant dragon robot that as yeah, that's that humanoid. turns into vehicles. Yeah, yep, and, and then anthropomorphized dragon. Robotic dragon. That's oh, dope, man. That's um, beautiful. <laughs> and then my next favorite component is probably Dino Wing. Um, mm-hmm. Because, again, I like things that fly. I feel like flying through the air is probably the most efficient mode of transport, probably the quickest mode of transport. Listen. And flying planes are dope. And what's better than a red flying plane that combines into a massive fire-breathing dragon robot? Uh, Dyna, what's the next one? Dyna Striker is my next favorite, and then Dyna Diver is my least favorite. Dyna Diver. Yeah, I'm not really dope. a fan of. I'm not the biggest fan of Dyna Diver, but I love I love its missile gimmick. Oh yeah, and the, the, the DX version that. is sick. Yeah. So um, well, like that's probably my least favorite vehicle. Okay, fair enough. Uh, gold. I just hate how it goes to Galma. Mm. <laughs> no, they should have given Galma Dino Soldier. Like 100%, da- Galma should have piloted Dino Soldier. <laughs> but that's a different. Um, I mean, how how I how how I would have um, how I would have shared out the Dino Xenon components. So Galma would have been in Dino Dino Soldier. I would have given uh, main character Yomagi. I would have given Yomagi Dino Wing. I would have given uh, Yumi, is it? Or Yumi? Yumi? Yeah. Yeah, I would have given Yumi um, probably Dino Striker. And then I would have given Koyomi Dino Diver. Because he's a Hikokomori. <laughs> he's a hopeless Hikokomori that does absolutely nothing. Well, until the end. So I would have given him Dino right, Diver. Right. So yeah, that's how I would have shared out the Dino Xenon components. But that's just me not personally. Bad, not bad. Not bad. No, no, I, I respect that actually. Oh, Goldburn raw though, man. Like yep. Goldburn's so raw. Like, oh my days, bro. Goldburn's so beautiful. <laughs> it is so beautiful. Like, ah, oh. bro. How, how do you how do you feel about the live action suit of uh, Dinah Zenon? 
I love it. Oh man! Oh yeah! Don't we haven't even covered the fact that Dana Zanon's going to actually get a Toku series that's included as a bonus to the bonus. Blu-ray? Why ah. would you do this to us, Trigger? Why? We're getting and a the Dino- promo. The trailer for it looks so sick. Well, it's actually not technically a Dana Zanon Toku. It's a Grid Knight focused series, right. right? Yeah. I yeah, that's dope. Believe so, yeah, because he's using the cannon in that trailer, oh, and he's yeah. doing a lot of the. F- and he's he's fighting his kaiju form also. This is basically just Trigger and Tsuburaya just flexing on everyone. Because <laughs> I'm guessing this is Ultraman merchandise sales from um, Ultraman I, Z funding no. this. <laughs> I mean, I could and I be said wrong. a long time ago when I first saw when I first saw that um, Dino Zenon uh, live action suit, I said Tsuburaya better be using that suit because they never they didn't do anything with the Gridman suit except for like a live performance one time for I think like. Um, I think it was like the um, like the press conference or something, and we never saw that suit be used again, to my knowledge. So I was like, "You put a lot of money into the Dino Zenon suit; they better be using it." And then my prayers got answered a few weeks ago when that uh, trailer dropped. Will Gridman be appearing in the um, in the Toku? I do not recall. I I mean, I would assume so because they have the suit, unless they recolored. And modified that suit to become Grid Knight. Okay, fair enough. I am not sure though. Fair enough, fair enough. I um, watched that trailer like twice. <laughs> I think I watched it like three times. Yeah, I was like, all right, I, I just I, I can wait for this to come out. I can wait. <laughs> Even though I want it now. This guy, uh, that looks so raw, man. I mean, I'm probably not yeah. gonna import the blu-rays but um i will not nah 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 blu-rays are like prohibitive too much all optical media is prohibitively expensive in japan for like no reason whatsoever Um, yeah so i'm gonna i mean there are obviously reasons but yeah gun yeah i'm gonna wait till we have you know our um our our secret means of acquiring that uh that mini series Gotta Arr. go, gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> ho ho. Yeah, about a one piece. One piece. About, we're about a one piece that mini series. It's the name of the treasure in the grand line. Line. Gotta go, gotta go. Set sail for one piece. Sorry, pirate rap. Pirate rap is actually okay. sick, man. Listen, I never understood the hate for it. I always loved it as a kid, and I still love it to this day. And I'm glad. I mean, I, I understand. The got to do it again. I mean, I definitely <laughs> understand the hate for it. I mean, it's it's very racially. I mean, look at what anime fandom was like in the early to right, mid 2000s. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> look right. at what it was like. Black people were a lot less um, front and center within anime fandom, and a lot less like unapologetic about our blackness. Um, in anime yeah. fandom, especially on like online forums and so on and so forth, Twitter and Instagram to an extent have allowed black anime fans, melanated anime fans in general, anime fans in color to express themselves in ways that they were, were oh, not sure. possible uh, during the early to mid 2000s. So, yeah, They're all, all we had was stupid forums. But I'm telling you, message boards, the hate <laughs> that the One Piece pirate rap got was... Um, anti-blackness like 110 percent, it was anti-blackness yeah like just Fuck. generally the whole like how you know people were into rock music and pop music were like i don't like rap right back then i don't like rap just you know the blanket i don't like rap statement that you get from like metal heads and so on and yeah. so forth which yeah. is obviously like coated in like toxic and that's with that time anti-blackness yeah. was just like very 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 
prevalent at that time in that in that you period of time. Very good point. So yeah, sorry. Yeah. Back back onto giant no, no, no. robots. It's all right. <laughs> back onto giant shooting robots because that's what you wanted us to talk about. Um, so yeah, Dinos and on aesthetically, one hundred and ten percent incredible. Um, Grid Knight. I mean, the Kaiser Grid Knight combo is amazing as well. Grid Knight himself has taken me a little bit of a while to get uh, adjusted to because of just the whole orange and purple. Like, I'm not used to those mm-hmm. colors. But I think his, I mean, his live action suit is even more garish than his um his cartoon appearance. Um, I'm getting used to Grid Knight, Bro, um, but he's mostly that covered. Beam cape. That beam cape is so crazy, man. Dude. Oh, it reminded oh me God. when I saw it I just said Tri-Age Magnum Tri-Age yep. yeah that's my yeah, thought just said Tri-Age Tri-Age Gundam so yeah sorry I dropped my phone I don't know if you heard that but I apologize what phone have you got anyway got an iPhone oh, okay nice 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 yeah so I, I got caught onto something <laughs> it just slipped out of my hand <laughs> but yeah that, that beam cape exactly the Tri-Age uh, Magnum I was like dude that is raw as raw as hell um and then Goldburn Raw Grid Knight Raw. So like aesthetically, I'm very 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 happy with the mecha design for SSSS Dinosaur. I think it's nothing short of incredible and triggers um mecha designers went in like they went hard in several different shades of paint. One hundred and ten percent. Yep. Like one hundred and ten percent, one hundred and ten percent. I I can't even express like any more, um, like how, um, how how well they did. To be honest, uh, yeah, I don't know who did the mechanical design. Um, uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I know obviously Abari like animate. I think Abari directed some of the um. Oh, for sure. You already know it. Yeah, that was uh, a barry. Let's see. Uh, I don't know who did the mechanical. Here we go. Uh, Got it. Let me see this. Oh, you found it. Uh, so Masayuki Goto, um, designed Grid Knight. And again, and Suyo- did not, the sequence. Uh, Suyoshi Nonaka designed Grid Dynazen oh. on itself. Um, Perfect. He worked on designer. he worked on Dice and Dino Zone. He yeah he did he did a lot of us. Uh, oh, he did. He, he did, did a ton. He did um Mazen Kaiser as well, isn't it? Yeah, he did. He did a ton. He of, did uh, Mazen um SKO. Did he? What what Sentai oh, did yeah. he design? He did a lot. <laughs> he did. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did Daijujin all the way through. Like, I want to say somewhere in the mid 2000s. I think late 2000s. I don't know. He did. A, he did a ton. He he did the um he did the mecha design on Gridman as well, wasn't it? For the assist weapons. I would assume so. No, he definitely did. Because it, now you mention it, it does look like his work. I didn't even realize. So he's a Sentai mecha designer. That's why. So he mostly works yeah. in. Ah, that's why I'm not really that familiar with him. To be perfectly honest. If you like, if you kept up with like Paramorphicon or something, you would. You'd probably know his name because that's where they really prominently feature him. Okay. So he's been so, yeah. for Con before then? Oh, plenty of times, yeah. Ah. I think what's more yes. interesting, do you, do you remember Dice? Uh, the, the, oh, yeah. The, 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 
Yeah, uh, Dino I Breaker in, in Japan. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got, I got Jet. That's the only figure I have, though. Oh, was Dice? Dice was that anime where they like wore suits of armor, right? And then rode in those mm-hmm. mechanical rode dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Bro, that was my jam. That shit was kind of raw, man. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, we didn't get it. <laughs> Could you imagine if that had got adapted into a Toku? That would have been. That would have made such a sick Toku. It should have been. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, should have been. back on to Dinozenon. So, um, yeah, I mean, we've been talking long enough. We've been talking almost an hour. Um, so, yeah. um, final summing what up. What up, Bugs to Men podcast? What's up? Bugs to Men? They in here? Yeah, it's a Common Rider podcast. Yeah. Okay, cool. They just jumped in right now. I, I don't know thanks those guys, us. but thanks for joining us, man. Yeah, it's it's two of my buddies, uh, Reggie, uh, True Common Rider O's, and my boy, my oh, boy. Oh, it's true common yeah. rider. Oh yeah, cool man. So yeah. I think he follows me as well. I think we're mutuals. So um yeah, oh, thanks. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. True common rider. I'm sure he does. Yeah. It's 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 him and my boy Gary. Okay, I didn't know that, but yeah. What's up, man? Good to have you here. So yeah, they had me on a few weeks ago. It was it was very nice. <laughs> kept that quiet, bro. Ooh. What ooh, 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 ooh. I, I didn't keep it quiet. I retweeted the link. <laughs> ooh, got another question from Ro. He said which should I watch first? Gundam 0079 or G Gundam? Okay. That's irrelevant because they're not in the same universe. So Yeah. You, um, can, you, can, you can choose whichever one you want. I mean, personally, I, I would say G Gundam first. Um, yeah. It's hilarious. It's a good ride. It's hilarious. And it's super <laughs> racist, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super racist. Tequila Gundam? Bro, what? <laughs> But bro, if you're gonna watch the original Gundam, watch the series. Don't watch the movies, please. Yeah, yeah, watch the series. I mean, I watch the movies, but I mean, either way is fine. But really, um, <laughs> British Bright Noah for the win. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that threw me off guard. I remember seeing those clips on YouTube originally. Amuro, Amuro, yeah. Would you Amuro. like Amuro? I am going to, I'm going to engage in fisticuffs with you to knock some sense <laughs> into you. Amuro Ray, how get dare you? Get in the Gundam, Amuro. You are such a lily-livered <laughs> rapscallion. How dare you? you oh, coward. Gary joined us. What up, Gary? What's up, Gary? But yeah, um, so yeah, final thoughts on Dinosaur. Let's go. Um, I recommend it to people to watch. I, I, I'd say just watch both uh, SSS Gridman and Dinosaur, then Dinosaur, because they're only 12 episodes each. I think it's easier to do it that way but yeah and i highly recommend obtaining or procuring the dx version if you're able to i think they're doing a second run for october so get your pre-orders in but yeah it's been it's been a fun ride and i can't wait to see what happens when they do uh gridman cross dinazenon uh whenever that's supposed to drop we don't know any information on it so i'm just hoping for a good time like the other two series did that's all i could ask for Um, for me personally, I really, really enjoyed Dinosaur. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it wasn't perfect, mind you. Um, I really enjoyed the themes it explored, um, which we may possibly go into uh, more in a more in a far more deeper manner on a supplementary podcast. Um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the character development. Galmar is an exceptionally, exceptionally strong. Um, protagonist i mean i don't really i mean yogami's yomagi's technically 
the protagonist and POV character, but Galma is an exceptionally, exceptionally strong protagonist um, as yeah, an individual. Yeah, I consider Galma the protagonist. He has um, an incredible sure. amount of range. Um, he is realistically written. His um, The emotions he expresses um, about being unfamiliar with the current time that he's trapped in and social conventions and so on and so forth, I found that really, really intriguing. Um, he's technically a fish out of temporal water out of chronological war and you can really see it um in Hasegawa's approach to writing him. So um I feel like the best part of SSSS Danazon is definitely how Galma was written. 100 percent That goes about that's without a shadow of a doubt. Um the mecha is amazing. Nanaka went in on a design. Um Obari did work on Danazanon. Is that correct? I could have sworn he did because I know he was tweeting about uh um, okay, cool. doing some scenes. So, I could have sworn I saw it. Um, the mecha, the mecha fights are really, 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 really well done. Uh, the kaiju move in exactly the same unnerving and unnatural way, and obviously realistic way, as if it was a human being um, in the suit, as yep. they did in Gridman. Absolutely, which is definitely like something that they've drawn upon, obviously from Tokusatsu. Um, the way Bro, that final fight with yeah. uh, Kaiser uh, Grid Knight and um, the Eugenesis. Yeah. They were just spamming the we- their, all their weapons and attacks. Yeah. Right? Oh my God, that was crazy. That was absolutely amazing. Um, <laughs> the Eugenesis, I mean, the, theme, the underlying themes of um, the, and, and the reasons behind the raison d'etre as to why the Eugenesis wanted to wipe out humanity, that was really interesting. And I feel like there's a lot of themes um, currently. I mean, sorry, I feel like that, that, that theme can be transposed upon to um, like our the real world um, with the adverse way in which human beings are affecting nature and um, fauna um, and how the eugenesis, the eugenesis kind of came, to cro- came across to me as like, basically like an extreme version like as exceptionally extreme environmentalists almost um i can see that for sure yeah kind of i'm just i'm just vibing i'm just freestyling here so yeah i kind of like those themes there were really really intriguing um kaiju fights as i said was really really intriguing the the way in which the um relationship the romantic relationship was developed um, between Yomogi and Yumi, I also really, really liked how Yomogi helped her get off, get over her trauma. Yes, um, yes. The trauma that she had, obviously, with the bereavement of her older sister and um, all of the quest, the unresolved trauma, and all of the questions um she had uh, regarding that. But at the same time, I also felt that was sort of problematic because your uh, romantic partners or potential romantic partners aren't supposed to be rehabilitation centers for individuals with unresolved trauma. So that's something I also, um, that's something I didn't like at the same time as I felt was done particularly well. So yeah, all in all, um, SSSS Dana Zenon is a anime. It's a 12 episode anime with a surprising amount of depth that left me satisfied. Um, astounded. Um, impressed and confounded by all of those unresolved threads in equal measure. So yeah, 
It's a definite recommendation from me. Gets a, gets a, it gets a, what's my favorite Gundam? It gets a Wing Gundam EW um, on the scale of, on the mech attainment scale for me. So yeah. <laughs> what about you, Well said, my brother. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Uh, yeah. Just, like I said before, I think it's worth uh, giving a shot, both Gridman and Dinozenon. The 12 episodes each, just, you never know you're, what you're going to be in for, you know? It's just, I think you might be in for a good ride. I genuinely think so, because it's so rare we get, like, an anime based off of tokusatsu, and it's, like, incredibly good, too. It's incredibly, there's a lot of love, thought, and care put into these shows from the crew, cast and crew, so you can definitely see where it shines a lot. But as Ash said, it has a lot of themes that are explored and would like to be explored even further. And it's kind of relatable as well. So just give it a shot. That's all I can say. Would be cool if we could get Jamal on the pod at some point. Um, that's Jamal oh, over at, at Getting the Mecca and actually do a deep dive into those themes oh, within Um I'll, I'll probably DM him afterwards. Um, so Sentai 5, uh, now that that brings our episode to a close, our live episode to a close... <sighs> Where can we find you on the interwebs, my guy? You can find me currently here on Twitter, speaking in the Bill Casters live Twitter space at Sentai Five. Uh, you can find me on YouTube, uh, Sentai Five Official. Um, I always plug my uh, Deviant Art, but I I still log in, but I just not, I never use it. I haven't updated it. Don't in three plug years. your Deviant Art. Wait, what's on there anyway? <laughs> it's just my toy picks. That's it. it's a photo dump (laughs) oh god you can you can find me on instagram at sentai5 as well um don't bother trying to find me on the forums i don't really i don't really participate in the forums anymore but i'm i'm there as an active user still um but besides that i just want to thank you all for uh listening staying with us whoever stayed in the entire hour almost hour and a half uh, it really means a lot because this is our first uh, spaces, and I think going forward, I would like to do this again. So, and have a lot more listeners probably possibly participate as yeah, well. Live episodes are dope. Be awesome. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Um, shout out to Rob for staying the, for the entirety of the episode. We'll we'll DM you. Our yeah, feet bro. Pics later. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send them birthday feet pics next weekend. <laughs> birthday everybody. feet pics for Rob. <laughs> oh yeah, you're on Rob's birthday on the same day, right? Yeah, next Friday. Oh my god. What date is that? I'm getting old. Twenty-fifth. Oh, so you're cancers, you're not Gemini's. Oh well. Yes, we are. How'd you anyway, off the top of your head? <laughs> because uh, because people have told me how terrible Gemini's are, that's why. Oh damn. Women in it say like <laughs> you're a Gemini demon, and I'm like We're not we're not compatible. We're not compatible, you're a Gemini. I hate that. You're like, too I'm duplicitous. It's just like I'm just trying to get some cheeks. I'm just, just trying to get some you. cheeks, get man. I just want to get to know you. Damn. Damn, yeah. ma. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, Ash, can we find you? <laughs> that's what I was about to come on to. So on oh, Twitter God. and IG, you can find me at Guy. You can find my other project, Black Anime Podcasts, which is a directory for anime podcasts by black creators. Um, at you do an incredible job with that yeah, right? uh, yeah thanks man I appreciate it no I'm problem. trying I'm trying I'm trying uh, you can find <coughs> no, you're doing well us at black anime pods 
not Black Anime Podcast, Black Anime Pods, and on blackanimepodcasts.com. Website is dope, if I do say so myself. I did all the graphic design for it myself. That little Dragon Ball with the five stars and the Afro com, and the Afro and the Afro pick. That was, I designed that myself in um, Affinity Designer. So yeah, shout outs to me. Um, you can find uh, our bros in the Legion of Boom on Twitter and Instagram, although the Instagram never gets updated, at Legion of Boom. That's L-E-G-1-0-N of Boom. And you can find Ro on Twitter. Uh, is it at Rolliver underscore Queen? Is that correct? And Comics Unworthy. And Comics Unworthy, his podcast. Uh, so, yeah. And that's it. Unless anybody has any other questions or wants to speak, Buildcast is out. Buildcast is out. Instance domination, baby. Instance domination. See ya. <laughs> See you guys. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Here among the stars, everything is regulated by machines. This episode of Buildcasters was produced by Ash Beard Guy and Sentai 5 with music provided by Versi Jones. Battle, Battle ended. ended. Battle ended.